Hello and welcome to We Came From The 80s, the podcast where we talk about movies we thought were cool. I'm Farron, your host, and this is just a quick mid-season update. So let's talk about Season 2, which has passed, and Season 3, which is on the way. So first off, you may have noticed Season 2 was a wee bit bumpy. We lost Heather because driving all the way to Calgary from Edmonton once a month was rough. We also sort of bumped into the summer, and apparently that's a really busy time when you have a spouse and children. Who knew? So the season seemed a little short. That's why I sort of made up for that with the solo episodes of Star Trek 2, 3, and 4. As I had said at the beginning of Star Trek 2, the initial plan for those had been that Ramey, Heather, and I would do all three of them. You know, she'd come in for the weekend, and on a Saturday, we'd watch Star Trek 2 and 3. And on a Sunday, they'd come back, we'd watch Star Trek 4 and record one long episode. That didn't work out, and as it turns out, I had a lot to say about all three films. So, okay, there it is. Thankfully, Season 3 is looking to be a lot more stable. The first news, the best news, is that Heather's back. She decided she just she couldn't stay away, so she's back in, among the gang. Uh, Ramey, of course, is still here, and, and Adam who you'll remember I did the Red Dawn episode with, he wants to be a lot more involved, and I'm thrilled to have him. So we have a bunch of episodes planned with Adam and I. And as I said, Heather's back. We've already done two episodes, just the two of us. We did The Last Temptation of Christ, which is definitely our heaviest film. And we did Roxanne, which is a pretty light film. As always, I plan to have the entire season recorded, edited, and finalized before I start posting. That prevents the sorts of delays we saw with Star Trek 3 and 4, which each arrived a day late. Sorry about that, by the way. It means This means that Season 3 is a while away. Uh, I'm not sure exactly when. I'm hoping November-ish, but that's what, that's what I'm looking, looking towards. So I've decided I'm going to do another solo episode, but it'll be very different than the Transformers episode or Star Trek 2, 3, and 4. I'm going to be covering Star Trek 5, But instead of watching, pausing to talk, watching some more, pausing to talk, rinse and repeat, I'm going to be comparing it to an original Star Trek series episode called The Way to Eden, which frankly is just a a better telling of very much the same story. So I'm going to be focusing on particular points. It's not going to be a two-hour podcast. I'd be surprised if it was more than about 45 minutes. But then that's what I thought these podcasts would be to begin with. So yeah. In the meantime, I'm always happy to hear from listeners. Feel free to ask questions, offer suggestions for movies, provide feedback, say hello, you know, whatever. And hey, review us on iTunes. The more people that review us, the more people can find us. You know, tell your friends, tell your coworkers, tell your mortal enemies, whatever. In the meantime, let's talk about season three. I'm really looking forward to it. We have some great films planned, and I'm, I'm still really enjoying this, so we're going to go f- forever. So here's what we have so far. Theoretically, we have Dune, The Hunt for Red October, Top Gun, which, as some of you may remember, was actually our very first episode, the very first one that Ramey and I recorded, but it was a disaster. So we're doing it again. Uh, We're going to do Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Glory, uh, Crocodile Dundee, if we have time, and in that fourth session, as we do two movies per recording session, I was considering doing Strange Brew, which is this really weird, I won't say cult movie, because I don't think any self-respecting cult would enjoy this, but this <clears throat> quote-unquote classic film about uh, Bob and Doug McKenzie, it's it's a very Canadian film, 
I watched it this morning and I've decided I would rather start lopping off body parts than do an episode for that movie. So we're going to find something else to go along with Crocodile Dundee. Adam and I, of course, are still planning on doing the Predator 1 and 2 combined episode. It it makes sense. They were written and directed by the same people. Uh, They were intended to be, like, Predator 2 was intended to be a direct sequel with some of the same actors, including Schwarzenegger. I guess he's the only one to survive, so it can only be him. Obviously, it went in a different direction, but they're still very much a pair. Adam and I are also going to do Tron. He's never seen it. And Highlander. What else should we talk about? Ah, so yeah, I see that we have listeners from really all over the world. We have Canadian listeners, a lot of American listeners, Mexico, Europe, uh, Japan, and we have at least one listener living in South Korea who is actually an old colleague of mine, and I actually hope to have him as a guest host at some point. He himself does a music blog, so he suggested we do a sort of a music, a music-heavy movie, and we're actually thinking of doing Labyrinth. Hmm, what else shall we talk about? Yes, sound quality. So one thing that's been mentioned is the sound quality on this podcast sort of goes up and down. Initially, like there was a few episodes, you know, so there was the clicking and the popping, and that's because I was using a headset. Initially, we were all just using gaming headsets. Turns out that mine had a, a kink in the wire, and so it clicked, got rid of the headset. We're all using really nice mics now, uh, so they sound better, but... Every so often, frankly, I screw up. I'm not a professional sound guy. I'm not a sound engineer. And so, you know, sometimes I get it right, sometimes I don't. Good example, when Heather and I recorded The Last Temptation of Christ, which is a three-hour movie to begin with, I then spent an hour and a half fighting with my laptop and the recording equipment trying to get it to work. We couldn't figure out what the problem was. Uh, eventually we got it working, though my levels were wrong, so I sound like I'm a little bit distant. Eh, what are you going to do? You know, rock sound, I had similar problems. Here, live and learn. I still think this, it sounds pretty good. I apologize if it's not professional, but, you know, I'm not crooked media. I don't have sound engineers and editors working for me. I have to be all those things. And what else? Oh, yes. So when I did the How We Make the Podcast episode, you know, months ago, I talked a lot about why I edit the way I do. And a lot of it is that I stutter. Now, my stutter is not a traditional stutter. It's a lot of ums and you knows, and I can't spit out the word. Um, the, the, uh, you know, 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 it's like, like, you know, uh, you know, you know, you know, you know, it's like, you know, you know, you know, um, you know, you know, like, um, you know, like, you know, like, you know, you know. And so I have to compensate for that because no one wants to listen to me stutter. That's actually part of the reason that I got rid of the Top Gun episode. Okay, well, part of it is I had like freaking two Red Bulls that day. So, you know, I was dialed up to 11, but also because my stutter was wildly out of control. After 20 minutes of listening to the polished episode, I couldn't take it anymore, and I knew it had to go. I'm getting better, and the solo episodes are absolutely helping to make me better, but turns out I'm not the only stutterer on the podcast. Heather also has a stutter. Hers is a much more traditional stutter. So why am I talking about this? When we did the Roxanne episode, which I have not yet edited, we were talking about being 
you know, sort of unhappy or uncomfortable in your skin. In, in the case of Roxanne, we're talking about C.D. Bales, who has a really long nose. For, for those of you who don't know, Roxanne is a modern retelling of an old French play called Cyrano de Bergerac. And there was something that Heather didn't quite get out. And so like when, we were, when we were recording, and so a couple of days later, she sent, you know, she sent me a message saying, there's something I really wanted to talk about in the podcast that I didn't. And I said, well, write it up. And she sent it to me, and I looked at it, and I thought, well, I guess I could read this, or we could put it in the show notes. Instead, I said, well, screw it. Let's just have Heather record it. So she sat down, uh, I think, in her in her kitchen with her iPhone and just recorded it. And, you know, sound quality aside, it was really rough. It took her three and a half minutes to say what she wanted to say. Her stutter was wildly out of control. And yes, by the way, I have her permission to talk about this. Uh, in fact, she didn't want me to include an edited version of what she said because she wanted she wanted to make the point about how someone who is uncomfortable with themselves, you know, CD ba- in, in the case of C.D. Bales, the main character of Roxanne, it's his nose. In her case, it's it's her stutter. She thought it would be kind of pointless to include an edited version of what she was trying to get across. Uh, we sort of went back and forth on that. I do have an edited version of what she said, which was actually less than a minute. And she, and I said, well, you know, it's, it's one thing to make our readers aware and sort of drive the point home as to why we edit and, and her comfort levels and all that sort of stuff. But at the same time, I want the podcast itself to flow. And so here's the compromise I've come with. I'm going to play both versions for you in this episode. The first thing you're going to hear is the unedited, untouched version of what Heather said. It's three and a half minutes long, and here it is. For the movie Roxanne, I did the math, and and I was 14 that summer. It it was the summer after grade 8. Grade 8 was a, a big year for me. That was the year I... I stopped talking. Um, I was 17 and going into grade 12 when I started again. Um, Roxanne played a big role that summer because when you're 14 with a with a stutter, which is a really hard word to say, actually. Um, C.D. Bales is a a great metaphor. Um, A a huge metaphor, if, if you'll excuse the pun. He looked like a normal person until... In my case, I talk, kind of. Or in his case, he he turns to profile, or you get close enough to notice. Um, The scene at Roxanne's house, when they're drinking wine and she doesn't have a straw, the faces she makes are, are... pretty much the same ones that strangers make 
uh, when I get stuck on a word. Um, in in j- junior high and high school, I was smart and funny and uh, undateable. And um, I, I, I looked like an easy target. Until they tried. Um, I've I've n- never started a fight. I've I've also n- never lost a fight. I s- I said I've used the line from the bar scene about uh, "Come on, is that is that the best you can do?" And it's uh, I, f- I find it's remarkably effective at, at at taking power away from bullies. So there, uh, there you go. The uh, the remarkably p- p- personal and deep reasons why Roxanne was was one of my f- favorite films that summer. Um, also, it's really funny. Um, all right, that, that's all I got. Okay, so sound quality aside, you'll note her stutter is pretty severe. It's nowhere near this bad when we record. I attribute this to she did it at the end of a day. She was tired. She felt like she was kind of on the spot. She'd never had to talk to nobody before, you know, sitting in her kitchen with her iPhone. Uh, But as you can hear, it's kind of rough. So I did some editing, and the magic of editing makes it sound like this. For the movie Roxanne, I did the math, and and I was 14 that summer. it was the summer after grade eight. Grade eight was a big year for me. That was the year I I stopped talking. I was seventeen and going into grade twelve when I started again. Roxanne played a role that summer because when you're fourteen with stutter, CD Bales is a, is a great metaphor, a huge metaphor if if you'll excuse the pun. He looked like a normal person until, in my case, I. Or in his case, he turns to profile, or you get close enough to notice. The scene at Roxanne's house, when they're drinking wine and she doesn't have a straw, the faces she makes are pretty much the same ones that strangers make uh, when I get stuck on a word. In junior high and high school, I was smart and funny and undateable, and I looked like an easy target, until they tried. I've never started a fight, I've also never lost a fight. I said I've used the line from the bar scene about, come on, is that the best you can do? And it's, uh, I find it's remarkably effective at, at taking power away from bullies. So there you go, the uh, remarkably personal and deep reasons why Roxanne was, was one of my favorite films that summer. So having played both of those for you, I guess I get to make two points. One, well, actually Heather gets to make her point, but... Two, you get to hear why we edit the way we do. And so, yeah. So in this way, uh, the edited version will find its way into the Roxanne podcast probably before the music. That'll be sort of the run-up. And the unedited version, I get to honor Heather's wish and have it play on our podcast. So, yeah, there it is. So, yeah, so there it is. There is our preseason update. On September 15th, Ramey and Heather will be coming over. We'll be doing Dune and the Hunt for Red October. And on the 16th, theoretically, Adam and I, uh, Adam will be coming over and we're going to record at least one episode, possibly two. So I hope to have all of season three sort of edited and ready to roll 
November, December, somewhere along those lines. Sometime before then, I will have the Star Trek V slash The Way to Eden episode for you. No guarantees. I'm not going to rush it. And until then, I guess I'll speak to you later.